Welcome. If you're looking to unlock the secrets of the mind, to live a life that's free of care and anxiety, and to be the happiest you that you can be, then you're in the right place. This is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast. Hello and welcome to Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast with me, Hayley Kearns, and as ever, I'm joined by my <laughs> my co-host and good friend and colleague, Neil West. Hi Hayley. Hi Neil, how are you today? I cannot smile wide enough, Hayley, today. Fantastic. So today's episode is all about willpower. Now, willpower is something that people do talk about quite a lot and they assume it is about denying, quite often it's linked to denying yourself things, isn't it? It's linked to trying to stop eating things that we feel are bad for us. us. Or behaviours that are bad for us, perhaps not always just the substances and things. Yes, but really when we, we talk about willpower it is that ability isn't it to to make maybe a more mindful choice in our lives and, and use our mindfulness to deal with and cope with any situation that arises the only thing we're in control of is our behavior we cannot mm. control the world but we no. can always control our behavior we certainly can well, we can try our best to yeah. sometimes it's more challenging than others and obviously when we, we're talking about mindfulness we're talking about the present moment and trying to deal with what we've got right in front of us, aren't we? Yeah. So, as we say, when we when we talk about being mindful, we think about, don't we, our neural pathways, and it's about um, when we talk about our our brain, it's it's trying to almost retrain it, retrain our brain. Mm. So when we react in a non-mindful way, we react quickly without thoughts and this quite often can lead us to flip our lid if we go back to our brain oh yeah so where would that where would that reaction come from or what form might it take well it it could be that being quick to anger couldn't it it could be just it's that well-worn path Mm -hmm. that well-worn neural pathway that we discussed last episode it's that could it be giving in to a craving for that satisfaction in that sense that if i if i just do this now then i won't feel difficulty anymore I'll be satisfied my craving will go away yeah or just yeah choosing that behavior it's just a quick reaction whereas if we allow our minds to react in a more mindful way we allow that so if we follow our breath pause thinking about our breath give ourselves just a moment we can quite often make a choice that afterwards we will feel happier with we're making a a more mindful choice mm. just by giving ourselves Almost that little time likely to be less harmful to ourselves or yes. others perhaps yeah okay. but it's it's important to make you know we've got to try and keep ourselves free from judgment and things mm. haven't we and try and just because it's not an easy thing to do no. again those those negative pathways are well worn well built pathways in our minds and yeah, that ob- observing thoughts and feelings free of judgment is, is a challenge for us, isn't it? Because we're naturally inclined to resist and push away those things that we find unpleasant. 
but by the same token we're inclined to try and cling on to and crave those things that we see as a good thing or positive or give us a good feeling and it's those cravings those addictions that that trying to hold on to that that feeling that can lead to the problems just as much as the the difficult experiences mm. you know that 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 desire that uh, that drives us then it causes us to go into that fight flight or freeze reaction to an event or something happening rather than using our mindfulness present moment awareness and responding to that difficulty or that craving in a more helpful way more skillful way and the wonderfulness about um being mindful in our wonderful plastic minds is that anybody however well worn that negative cycle that negative pathway is ha you have the ability to to change that mm. mindset and to change the way that change. you respond right. yeah. to Not things always change. Mm. and it takes a bit of effort but our minds and our brains are wonderful wonderful yeah. things and the more you try the easier it becomes because those neural pathways will gradually change over time well they won't happen overnight you can't change that mindset that pattern of behavior overnight but gradually with efforts and training then that becomes the natural path then isn't it mm. it does yeah so it's like when you always talk about watering watering those positive yes, helpful water seeds. The seeds that you want to grow those emotional seeds that you want to grow you've got to water them you've got to give them their attention um, in a deliberate way we talk about mindfulness being about deliberately paying attention and, and that suggests that it's a bit of an effort that you've got to put the time and the work in haven't you, to, uh, to achieve the things that you want to achieve yeah. and to have the mind that you want to have yeah. you'd like a story at this point wouldn't you yes you've got i your, feel like a story I, yeah. face on at the moment so this story is called the archery competition an accomplished though conceited young archer once dared a Zen master famed for his prowess in archery to a test of their skills. The youth's proficiency was extraordinary. His first arrow found its target, a far-off bullseye with ease, and with his next shot he split the first arrow into two. Think you can match that? he asked the old man condescendingly. Instead of responding, the elderly monk gestured to the young man to follow him higher up the mountain. After some time they arrived at a deep gorge. An old and decidedly unsteady log spanned the distance to the other side. Master serenely walked to the middle of the log, aimed at a distant tree, and in a clean movement loosed an arrow that flew straight into the tree trunk. Your turn now, he said, stepping back casually onto the cliff edge. The youth stirred into the chasm, yawning below, and trembled uncontrollably. He could not put a foot onto the log, much less take aim at anything beyond. Master observed, you have great control of your bow, but little with the mind that lets loose the arrow. So we all have the capacity to change and grow and develop new skills. But it's the mind that must be the focus of our energy and attention, not the body. And in that way, true and lasting change can be achieved. So that story leads us quite nicely into today's practice, which I thought we would do a practice, a thought awareness practice. Okay. We've done a lot of work focusing our minds and our breath, acknowledging and letting go of those thoughts. So we're going to really focus a little bit more on 
being aware of the sorts of thoughts that come into our minds and being able to let them go. Because quite often I think we... So this could be the cravings or the difficult thoughts. Yeah, because, you know, if we can not just acknowledge that we're having a thought, those thoughts can be, it could be noticing a sound couldn't it or a movement it could like be an ice cream van i really yeah. love ice cream yeah it could be <laughs> noticing um physical discomfort mm. sensation and in the body cravings are often characterized by those kind of you mm. know tight feelings painful feelings you know, yeah. feelings of anxiety in the body yeah. so we're gonna you know just explore that a little bit mm. okay okay right so as always if it is safe to do so, we're just going to find ourselves a nice comfortable position. So again, finding ourselves a comfortable position in which to do our practice. This might be seated position or you might prefer to lie down. Just need to acknowledge how our body feels and just find ourselves a comfortable position, allowing ourselves a little bit of time to make any adjustments so that we can be as comfortable as possible. And as I gently invite the singing bowl to allow our eyes to close and our body to rest. So again, our eyes can be closed or just gripping our gaze to the floor, whichever feels most comfortable. And sometimes as we get so easy to get lost in thoughts and emotions, we're going to begin as always by bringing our attention to the breath. As we settle in to the sense of our body just being still bringing our attention to our breath as we breathe in and breathe out. Breathing in, becoming aware of any sensations, any heat or coolness, just allowing our breath to flow easily, not forcing it in any way. Just begin to notice any sensations in the body. Being aware of any sensations on the surface of the skin. Becoming aware of the sensation of maybe the air as it passes over our body. Just bringing our attention to the physical sensations of our body. Just becoming aware of our breathing as it enters our body and leaves. Maybe sensing the movement of your ribs or the movement of your stomach as you breathe in and out. Just seeing if you can focus your attention, focus your awareness on the gentle natural rise and fall of your body with each in-breath followed by the out-breath. 
just now bringing our attention to wherever we best notice this breath, using this as our anchor, paying attention as best we can to this breathing. Now, just as we keep our awareness on our breath, just notice any thoughts that come into our minds. Not to follow them, try and solve them in any way, just see if you can acknowledge those thoughts and then bring your attention back to your breath. As we sit, focusing on our breath, it's natural for thoughts to come into our minds. And when we can become aware of particular thoughts, thoughts of future plans, thoughts of worries in the past or in the present, happy thoughts, and just recognising that thinking is not the enemy. Thinking is natural, just acknowledging the thoughts and recognising that our attention has moved onto our thoughts, acknowledging those and then gently bringing our attention back to the breathing, the way to return our attention to the present moment. It might be helpful to say to yourself in these moments, breathing in, I know I am breathing in. Breathing out, I know I am breathing out. And in this way we can just slowly learn to just acknowledge those thoughts, bring them back to our breathing rather than getting caught up in the thinking. Just again breathing in and breathing out. Listening for the sound of the singing bowl to bring our practice to a close. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Amy. So That's... sometimes with that practice, it is again with children. Or if we if we find it helpful, we can have a, a notepad. And actually, when you begin this, you can actually stop and write down those thoughts. Oh, There's a way of just getting them, acknowledging them, you've got them out, and then back to the breathing. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, if we can just, if we are able to mentally just acknowledge and then return back to our breathing, mm -hmm. that's what it, it reminds me of something that Andy Puddicombe writes in his Headspace book. Um, about cognitive behaviour, how this is like walking down the street and falling in a hole. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. I've seen that so he says it's like every day you get up and you walk down the same street every day and you see a big hole and every day you walk straight into it, even though you can see it, even though you know it's there. And you do that day after day after day. You walk down the street and fall in the hole, walk down the street, fall in the hole. There's nothing you can do about it. But what mindfulness does, it grows your capacity to still walk down the same street and still see the same hole, but instead of falling in it every time, you're able to step round it. So it gives you the 
capacity to start to just change your behaviour slightly. Nothing else mm. changes, the world won't change, the difficulties you're experiencing won't change, but your response to those difficulties becomes gradually more skillful with practice and with training. So I think that's what this yeah, kind of definitely. practice meditation helps with, that you gradually become aware of these difficulties, these perhaps cravings, perhaps difficult thoughts, whatever it is, whatever your hole is, we've all got them. It might yeah. just be a packet of biscuits, but it's still a hole that we keep falling into. And I think so. when you're doing your practice, it can be any, it doesn't have to necessarily be a, a difficult thought that comes mm. into your mind, it's just, and if we can practice that with any thought, like, oh, what am I having for my tea, or I can hear a bird singing, or a chicken clucking, you can kind of... Not on this can, podcast, no, if not, you this, can, not this week. <laughs> if you can practice just acknowledging that, labelling it, if you will, yeah. isn't it? And then coming back to the breathing, when you do find yourself in a in a challenging or difficult And, and just in situation. case anyone is worried about the mindful chickens, they're perfectly safe and they well. They are. And, just, and they will no doubt return. But yeah, they're, they're at the moment. Yeah, okay, so... so. Perhaps this is an opportunity then for people to be aware of their hole in the first instance and perhaps share with us some of the strategies that have helped them to skillfully step around their hole instead of keep falling into it. So maybe that's a challenge. What's your hole and how have you avoided it this week? <laughs> so if you would like to get in touch and let us know. And why would you not? No. Our website is onetogethercic.co.uk or you can email us at onetogethercic at gmail.com or you can find us on three. Facebook. One Together CIC. Hey, three to three. Yeah. Uh, but for now, this is Growing the Good. The Mindful Podcast. And we'll see you next time. This is Growing the Good. The Mindful Podcast.